This is Winning Retirement Radio. We're going to talk about the numbers inside the four walls of your home, because that's what matters most. When I think about the four walls of the Taylor home, I think of chaos because of those kids running around. It's total chaos at the Taylor house. That's not even mince words. But I wouldn't have it any other way. My mom and dad help people retire. (laughs) Get to know them more at LegacyRetirementGroup.com. Here we go. Winning Retirement Radio. Physical gold especially with everything going on right now. The advertisements are rising. Should it be a part of your portfolio? It makes you wonder when you find out it's being sold in one-ounce bars at a popular membership warehouse that many of us go to once a week. (laughs) So a lot to talk about coming up. Greg Kristen, facts about you guys that are very true. You love each other. You sort of like your kids. Um, (laughs) OSU all the way. All jokes aside, church is first. The other weekend at our church was Faith and Blue Weekend. And churches from all over America were honoring our men and women who served so faithfully in the police force and police departments. And we were so privileged at our church, Fellowship Baptist Church, over on Winchester Pike on the southeast part of Columbus. We had the Madison Township Police Department, the chief, and many of the men and women from the department that were in attendance at our service. Mm-hmm. Then afterwards, uh, some of our good folks who always put together wonderful um, meals. food events, meals. What you eat three times <laughs> yes. a day. But, so we had a barbecue. <laughs> I love it. And what a great time. And, you know, nobody likes when they're going a little too fast. <laughs> you look in the rearview mirror and you see those lights behind you. It kind of gives you that pit in your stomach or, yes. you know, Sometime you maybe get a parking ticket or something like that. And and those are the moments in which you do not always appreciate our men and women who serve. But, you know, I was thinking about this, Kristen. Mm -hmm. Every time a police officer leaves for their shift, most of the time there's a family at home. And they're just hoping and praying that they return safely. Yeah. They put their lives on the line so that you and I can sleep well at night, so that you and I can can have peace, whether we go shopping or or those types of things. And and I'm just so thankful for our men and women who serve and and protect us. Well, with what's going on Mm -hmm. across the sea, it's really a good time to reflect on the comforts we have here, isn't it? Yes. I mean, it is. Guys, think about it. Can you imagine what Israel is going through right now? No. Oh, I, I can't even... You know, to be at a celebration and all the things they were doing there and and then to find out that this act of terrorism was put upon them. And and, uh, And and it's so deep. I mean, it's on the surface. You remember when we're watching the news, we're only getting a portion, a small little portion Mm -hmm. of what's actually going on. And Jaden and I were having this this discussion last week because he was asking why. And I said, you know, we have to research this because it's it's bigger than what we're oh, seeing on the surface. This and it is, goes back. This religion, it's yes. so it's money, it's land. It's such a big thing when you start peeling back the surface. How many times on the show do we talk about this, mm-hmm. Kristen? On on radio and on TV, we talk about peeling back the surface of what, what we're seeing versus what's actually going on. Mm-hmm. And remember that Hamas has ties to Russia. And so we start really looking at what these political ties actually mean and and the money we've sent over there as a country. I mean, mm-hmm. it becomes quite mind blowing. And, and I think it's definitely worth paying attention to, not just from a humanitarian point of view, right. 
but also from a financial, personal economy side of you, you know, how does this affect me and and what does this mean for the global markets? I, I think it's a really important thing to look at. What is, Kristen? You know, last Sunday night, Kristen was making lasagna for the boys. And so she made a little container that she baked for my mom. Aww. And so she called up my mom and she, she also baked some... Uh, oatmeal chocolate chip cookies and, and all these things that are tempting me. You to... didn't call Miss Kristen over here? I mean, like, Jaden could have ran it up. Well, not technically, but yeah. So we called up Mom, and I took some stuff over to her, and, and she said, can you sit down for a minute? And I, I said, sure. So she had on Fox News. Big surprise. That or the Golden Girls is yeah, playing with Miss Betty. Uh, yeah, Golden Girls weren't on at the time, so uh, we sat and talked, and they were talking about the things going on over in Israel and and around the world, and she's like, what's going on? How's that going to impact me? I feel like the people that are listening are wondering, how does this impact them? How do we get through what's going on in China, the Russia, Ukraine? Now we see this over in Israel, and I truly believe that it's important that we all have things in place to help us have that peace of mind in turbulent times like this. And we're not trying to be scary. We're just uh, relating just like you. You know what? We really won't know all the answers for many years to come. But here's what Greg and Kristen do know. It's not about the politics. It's about your dollars and cents on this show. And yes, praying for the innocent citizens that are caught in the middle of all this. But if you have questions about how it affects you or how events like this don't have to impact your bottom line, LegacyRetirementGroup.com. Here's a big number I wanted to mention, $618 billion. That is how much investors rolled into IRAs in 2020. It's a very common thing to do when we change jobs or retire, but are you being encouraged to do that rollover because it's best for you? The CNBC article suggested we make sure the person we work with is a fiduciary because they found most recommendations made by brokers and plain old insurance agents to roll that money into an IRA are not subject to the fiduciary standard of care. That's probably what's going to be heading their way. But the bottom line is investors may not be getting advice that's in their best interest. And these attorneys are saying that it's likely that the Labor Department is going to adjust that. I don't like big government, but let's make sure people are getting the right guidance. Yeah, and I think it's important to unpack what that really means. So you know, we've mentioned fiduciary on the show before. You hear a lot about fiduciary, and, and you think, okay, it's a person having a legal obligation to do what's in the client's best interest. Okay, so what does that mean? And so as you're looking at what you're going to do from a financial planning aspect, if you go to a dinner seminar or a meeting mm-hmm. or any kind of presentation where insurance products are talked about. You mean the gotcha events? So, yeah, I mean... and. <laughs> And I'm not going to say negative or positive, you know, it, it is what it is, but but just understand you have to be asking the question to the person presenting, how are you qualified? Mm. So are you only insurance license or do you have a securities license? If they have a securities license and their insurance license, then they're operating under a fiduciary standard. Maybe, and I say maybe because maybe you're a broker and you are doing a seminar or an event of some type, as a broker, you do not have to abide by the fiduciary standards. So there's some nuances there 
that you need to understand when you're trying to to decide whether or not this is a person you want to work with. Now, does that mean they're a bad person if if they don't have to abide by the fiduciary standard? No, no, I wouldn't say they are. However, you need to know what they have available to help you with. So if all they have is one thing available, so let's say I go to a store like Walmart to get tires. Well, Walmart only holds different types of tires, right? They only have certain brands of tires. Mm -hmm. So they're only going to suggest that I buy those types of tires. Now, if I go to tire discounter that has a a wider range of tire options available, depending on which one you go to, are they both okay? Yeah, I'm sure they're okay. But you need to understand what they're offering and their reason behind why they're offering it. Greg, you are a fiduciary, and I do know that rollovers are something that you do suggest for some clients. Well, I do, and there's a reason that people typically want to roll over their 401ks, and the biggest one is they don't get a lot of advice. They're looking for someone to help them. They're looking for someone to say, help me generate a plan, a strategy, a way that I can make my money last at least as long as I do. And that is the general theme of folks that come in, and they just need to know why they're doing what they're doing. They need a strategy, a plan, if you would, that would allow them to have that peace of mind, that security they're looking for, so that they know they've got liquidity, they know they've got money for income, and they know they have a plan for growth for the future to keep pace with inflation. And when they have those things and feel confident, that's now where they have that peace of mind for retirement planning. Want to find out more? Visit LegacyRetirementGroup.com, day or night, complimentary resources there for you as well. I think we should talk about gold a little bit, because Costco has been selling one-ounce gold bars online, and they've been rushed with orders. Now, there's a limit, as I understand, of two per member, but the CFO says that they're typically selling out within a few hours once they get them in stock. And so with everything going on in the news, obviously praying for the folks that are going through everything in Israel, but then here you've got politics and the craziness and it's too much. And I just, that's how I would describe it. But I'm wondering if people listening today that have been looking into gold because they're concerned about our nation's currency and all the other stuff, Is this a better idea than calling one of those gold companies that we see advertising on TV to get that physical gold? Well, maybe. I'm not sure how the price differences are. I know that they're charging uh, around $2,000 for an ounce of gold. Yeah, just it depends on the day with that kind of stuff, as we Mm, know. But yeah, it, it is. And here's what I think. Gold is just simply part of an asset class. It doesn't protect your IRA. It doesn't protect your account. It, you know, it might make you feel a little better. And so here's my feeling. If, if you have a few gold bars and you're safe at home and it makes you feel better, then it's probably okay to have some. Can I ask a question about that? And I'm not making fun at all. I really do want to understand. Let's say it gets that bad. What am I going to do? Go get my gold bar and a chisel and just take off a few little pieces at the grocery (laughs) store? The Kroger doesn't take that, I don't think. At our investor (laughs) summit this past spring, our chief investment strategist, Darren Levitt, came and he spoke to our clients. And I brought up that question because I had so many of our clients asking. Mm. And so I brought it up to him. And he said the exact same thing. He said, what are you going to do? Shave off a piece and barter out, you know, for a loaf of bread here. And, you know, you're going to barter off for some fuel for your vehicle over there. And no, that's not what's going to happen. Folks, 
there are two primary asset classes. And let's face it, if the world comes to an end and there's no more paper money, there's no more digital money, it's all gone, and we're at that point in the world, gold's not going to help you. It is not going to help. But assuming that the apocalypse does not happen. That's please, yes. <laughs> I'd rather assume that. I, you know, I'm kind of a glass half full mm-hmm. kind of guy. Mm-hmm. We do need to understand how the asset classes work and what they are. So I've broken down the asset classes into two primary asset classes where our principal is protected and asset classes where our principal is at risk. And there's three categories of places where we can hold our money. One would be at banks and banks certainly we would consider to be safe and we would consider our money in the bank to be liquid or available to use. Mm -hmm. And those two things have been pretty much a constant at banks, but the long-term effect of keeping too much in the bank is that we have inflation risk. We can lose ground inflation. It's hard to see it or feel it or smell it. It just happens over time. We lose ground. Then we have the brokerage firms. The brokerage accounts can have stocks or bonds, mutual funds. You could have ETFs, which are exchange-traded funds. You could have commodities, which gold is just that. It's a commodity. You can have variable annuities. You could have alternative investments. You can have interval funds. All those things can be in a brokerage account. And I will say this, that brokerage accounts will give you the the most opportunity for long-term growth. Okay. I mean, that's just played out over all the decades or the last hundred years. If you were invested, you would have more growth than if you put it in safer vehicles. But you have to be willing to take the ups and downs, and that's the risk that you find in brokerage accounts, and that is you can lose money. And some people have no stomach at all for that. Others have more of a stomach for it. But can you afford to take the risk? That's important to know. Then there's insurance companies. There's life insurance. There's annuities. And, you know, there's some brokerage firms that spend all their time and effort trying to discredit insurance plans. And then there's insurance people that try to discredit brokerage accounts. And, you know, they want to scare you out of being invested in the market. And others want to scare you out of putting money in insurance products. But the truth is, with annuities, there's there's several different kinds. There's immediate annuities where you put your money in and you essentially get your own sort of pension that pays out. It's kind of like what you would get from your company. And when you pass away, that money's gone. Or there are variable annuities. And, and what I would say is most of the bad stuff you've heard about annuities are in relation to variable annuities because the fees are yeah. pretty high there. I mean, typically somewhere between 3 and 5% annually. Well, know. there's also a new aside. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's when you annuitize them, and uh, when you're gone, the money's gone. That's right. Then there are what are called fixed index annuities, where if the market goes up, you get some of the gain, not all of it. And if it goes down, you get none of the losses. But in the insurance world, you can have safety of principle. You can have growth potential, albeit not as much as the market. And you can have income that's protected for your lifetime. So those are the things there. With any insurance product, though, you typically have what we would call liquidity risk. Things aren't 100% liquid all the time. So those are the different places you can put money. Those are the kind of the strings attached, I like to call them. And I'm thinking about a couple right now that came in almost a year ago. The husband was 68, the wife was 66, and they were both just getting ready to retire. And they had saved well. They'd saved about $2.5 million. And they came in and they said, you know, we've had all our money 
in our 401ks at work. And we've really never gotten any advice. We've just been steady about investing and putting money aside. And now we're looking for a plan. Now we're looking for something to make us confident that what we've done is going to get us through the rest of our days and then hopefully have something left for our two daughters. Hmm. So I said, wonderful. We went through and we tested what they were doing. Well, first thing we did was we discovered what they were um, looking to do. Okay. And we knew they were going to retire in just a couple of months. And they needed, in addition to their Social Security, they needed another $60,000 per year to maintain the way they envisioned their lifestyle playing out. So we, we showed them a plan for that. And we tested their current portfolio. And they were somewhat within their risk range. They were in the upper 40s, around a 47 or 48 on the risk score scale from between 1 and 99. Their current portfolio was around a 54, so they were right in range. But when we tested things to see whether or not it would be beneficial to do things different, we found that the strategies that our portfolio managers use were a little bit more efficient. And so therefore, they decided to have us help them grow the growth piece. And with the income piece, it required just a little over $800,000 to generate the $60,000 a year they were going to need. So that's how much went into their income strategy. That left about $1.6 million to go in their growth strategy. And they always wanted to keep about $100,000 in the bank for their needs and okay. wants and emergencies that would crop up and extra things they might want to do from time to time. And so that was their plan, what we call the three-bucket approach to them. And it wasn't really a matter of whether they bought gold or whether they had bonds or whether they had stocks or whether they had annuities or whatever, what they wanted was a plan. Hmm. And if you put together the asset classes using the proper strategy for what they're trying to achieve, then that is what's most important. Do you understand your plan? Do you know why you're in what you're in? And does it give you peace of mind that you're going to make it through retirement? Connect anytime at LegacyRetirementGroup.com. Greg Taylor is an investment advisory representative of Legacy Advisory Network, LLC, a registered investment advisor with the state of Ohio. The firm only conducts business in states where it's properly registered or is excluded from registration requirements. Legacy Advisory Network, LLC, and this station are not affiliated. The investment ideas and financial vehicles discussed here should not be considered to be personalized investment advice, nor are these recommendations to buy or sell any particular investment or product. The information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should first consult with the competent tax, legal, accounting, and other professionals regarding the applicability and the suitability of any investment ideas. Past performance is not guaranteed of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company.